Aisha here from God FM. I hope you're having a lovely day on this Sabbath day. Today is the 21st of January 2023. And yes, my sermon is all about the truth and lies, but it's also about being awake. So it's about seeing 
and believing. But it's also about knowing where to look. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> this, it's like a wheel within a wheel. It's blow your mind, actually. Really, really wow. So, yes, it is. It's, it's really, uh, it's all there. Apparently, according to John, one John, I think it is, he says, one, was it two John? He says, uh, it's not like you didn't know the truth before. You always knew the truth. <laughs> when you know the truth, you'll realize that you always knew the truth. What does this mean? It's not like a trick question answer thing. It's, you've got to take it for what it says. What does this mean? Well, I think it's what Jesus says. <laughs> he says, for those who have ears to hear and for those who have eyes to see, those people will see and hear. He says, you will be my witnesses. Mm. So what does this mean? You can only be a witness if you see and hear. Okay, well, we're getting somewhere, aren't we? Because it's all there in the Bible. So why do we look at this? Okay. <laughs> so if we're going to be witnesses to the truth, you can only preach the truth if you are a witness to the truth and you have eyes to see and ears to hear. See, this is pretty good, isn't it? If only it was that simple. <laughs> Honestly, I do chuckle at it because um, <laughs> I think Satan's done an amazing job of blinding us all. So we can't see the truth. We don't know what to believe. And, uh, and we get other things put in front of us. So we believe all these lies. And we can't actually see the truth or what it actually says. So it's about rethinking what we read and how we receive it. Um... And also what time we dedicate to what things as well. Our priorities, our interest rate, as in testy monies. Testy money. Oh, interesting. Because we want to be uh, inheritors in the kingdom of God, according to the will of the Father. It is written and his word has been spoken and written. And now it's manifesting in the physical and the spiritual through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. But I also think, just like Ezekiel says, um, when he eats the scroll, it's sweet as honey on your lips and then it's bitter in your stomach, so it's hard to receive the truth because it's bitter on the stomach. Sweet when you first receive it. And uh, so some people reject it because it's bitter. Um, but also, I believe, as you read the Bible, then the Bible goes through your eyes, through your pineal gland, and it's activated and comes alive inside you because the gospel is go spell, gospel. Um, and words have so much power. So it brings me to all sorts of new understanding about how you say words, yeah, and... Um, how you pronounce them gives them power also. Ooh, interesting. So some people say COVID and some people say COVID. See, those people who don't really believe in, in the uh, magical virus, 
they say covered. <laughs> and some people get funny about it. So don't, don't call it that. You've got to call it COVID. And I say, well, potatoes, potatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes, you know. And because I think things have power. Um, by the way, you can find God FM on Spotify, Podbean, Amazon, Samsung, Apple, Chrome, Telegram, TikTok, YouTube, BitChute, all sorts of different channels. But all our sermons on Telegram and Podbean, you just have to sign up on Podbean and you can listen to them all. It's totally free. Um, we are censored very heavily on TikTok and on YouTube, um, so it's very hard for us to get our message out. Um, if you want to email us, you're very welcome to admin at godfm.org.uk. For all our media, because I do quite a lot of our media stuff, you know, adverts and things, spreading the message of encouragement. There's some really lovely little videos with uh, music and messages from the Lord, which I create every day. Um, so recently I just did some with some whales and some beautiful music and are saying I'm having a whale of a time with the videos of whales doing their jumping and all this. Um, so very beautiful messages. Yesterday I did some with kittens, kissing dolphins. <laughs> uh, did another one with uh, the message for the people in exile. I did a free willy and yesterday as well, freed my people. And these all come from the Lord, so I create them and put them out there. All of them, if you want to find them, are on Telegram, uh, God FM Media, for our media creations. And slowly I'm transferring everything over to BitChute as well. Um, but it's quite hard to do it all, you know, and get fitted all in. Um, so, yeah, we also have a WhatsApp group also. And I just claim to be a child of God, just like everybody else. I don't claim to be anything special. So I believe that Jesus came here and died on the cross so that we can all talk to the Lord without having to go through a third-party Pharisee-type priest or building. And this is what I preach, all right, so that you can have a one-to-one -one with the Lord and there's no obstacles, there's nothing holding you back, and there's no excuses. But a lot of people don't realize this, and for me as well, when I came to the Lord, I went to all the churches searching for the Lord, and I didn't find him in the churches. I found him when I was on my own, crying with no one else to help me. Um, so I believe that uh, to find the Lord, you have to have a real humble heart and surrender, admit you're a sinner, Admit that Jesus came here and died on the cross for your sins. Um, beg forgiveness for your sins, but to do it every single day. Because Jesus is the daily bread, but he is also our daily sacrifice. Um, so this is important. And this is an atonement for our sins, past, present and future, because there's nothing new under the sun. So... Um, <laughs> Some people say, oh, we can't be. How can you say he's the daily sacrifice? That's horrible. Well, it's not. It's not horrible. It was horrible what they did to him. Yes, they made him drink vinegar and they killed him. They stabbed him in his side. Um, 
and they laughed at him and said, where is your God now, you know? This makes me very angry. People don't realize that he is your daily sacrifice. And we used to pray every day, yes. Um, and we used to have to sacrifice animals every day. So Jesus put a stop to that. So it's basically he closed down the old legal system. That's all he did. Because the old legal system meant you had to go through a priest, yes. What they've done is they've tried to bring the legal system back. So the people who are not Jews but claim to be Jews, they preach the old legal system, which is the Torah. And this is to disqualify Jesus as much as possible in their minds and in yours through questioning his name, saying his name is not Jesus, even though it's written in the Bible as Jesus, and they don't believe in Jesus. They don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God. So you've got to be careful what you believe. It's about having eyes to see and ears to hear. I believe the Lord is in control of everything as well. I've, I often say this. At today when I was playing this uh, song, it's Mr. Blunt, James Blunt, I think. And um, anyway, if you listen to it, he was saying, oh, darling, it's the truth. He's saying it's the truth that uh, you need to find, yeah. So they're actually singing about the Lord. <laughs> A lot of these pop stars, you know. It's very beautiful. When you realize this, then you also know that the Lord is in control of everything, you know, even Satan and his cronies. And it puts you in such a place of contentment and rest and peace and solitude and love and joy and all those lovely qualities um, because we are having a battle between the darkness and the light. Now in the dark you can't see, but in the light you can see. See, because the truth always exposes the darkness, the lies. So there's two teams, yes, team A and team B. If you're not on team A, which is the truth and light and the life of Jesus, then unfortunately, you will get taken over by the darkness. So you've got to, in order to make it to the end of your journey, the only way is through Jesus Christ. There is salvation through no other name. <laughs> so, yes, so this is uh, all of what I, I uh, have been shown by the Lord. Mm -hmm. So what actually brought me to this sermon today, it's called, Can You See?, and um, I was thinking of calling it something else because it's also about exposing certain things. It's like a puzzle, a brain that's puzzled together. What my daughter and I have discovered is that basically we've all got little pieces. Every single one of us has a little piece. And it only is activated once you've read the Bible then you really can't see. Um, so I'm finding. Back to the pineal. And Jacob, by the way, when he was renamed Israel, was uh, after he'd seen the stairway to heaven and also the battle with the Lord. And he was renamed Israel. But also he named this place pineal. So... <coughs> The pineal is obviously in your head. 
So the Bible is a map and a diagram, and it's also biology, as in Genesis genes is an exit, an exodus. So all the names of the books mean things, and so this is what the Lord is showing me. Um, like Thessalonians is these Alonians. <laughs> and the Hebrews, he brews up his pots because we are the the pots, yes, from the clay which the Lord made. So amazing. And the Israelites are Israel as in awake and can see and can hear the truth. So weird, so amazing. Blow your mind, quite simple. That's what I'm saying about reading things for what they say. So what really started this was uh, yesterday, I had a phone call from my daughter and she said, mum, I said, yeah, she said, you sent me the daily light today, but you didn't put daily light at the top. And I went, oh, yes, I know. I sent that by mistake without that. She said, well, actually, I think that was meant to come like that because I read it. <laughs> I said, oh, so you read it. I said, so you don't normally read it. I said, well, to be honest, I don't have time to read it. I just share it. Sometimes I just don't read it. And uh, she said, well, mum, you need to read it because there's it's messages from God in there. And I was like, yes, I know, dear. She said, no, really, really, it's amazing. She said, I got so much. And then I was reading it. And then I realized that I'd lost my place. So I scrolled up and I came to this uh, daily light on the 7th of January that you sent me. And it was talking about the nursing child. And she said she cried as she was reading it. And, uh, and I said, well, what, what else happened? She said, well, I found something out. I said, well, what's that? She said, well, nursing child is, um, the, you know, why has it got nursing in it? I said, well, because you nurse your baby, you know, you know, with suckling and all this. She went, oh, no, no, it's not that. They've changed the meaning of the word. I said, really? She said, yes. What did you think? I said, well, that's what I thought. I thought it was suckling child. She said, no, mum. She said, this uh, nursing word means more than this. I was like, oh, wow. She said, they, they call children's kindergartens. There's also another one, kinder garden, <laughs> um, which is a German word. Um, they call them nursery. Oh, wow, I was thinking, yeah, yes. She said, uh, the original meaning of the word was to be governed by um, like a, a foster parent or your main carer um, as well. And so it's like someone to teach you and show you is the nurse. The nurse meant quite a lot more than what we've been told. I thought, oh, wow, that's amazing. So I thought, well, I'll do, I'll do something about this today. <laughs> So I was going to call it nursing child, but then I realized actually there's a lot more involved than just this one word. It is actually about what you see and what you read. So I decided to dig out all of the daily lights from the 5th of January and read them to you. Because maybe you'll pick something up that was meant for you. Yeah. So the way to remember this is um, each time I read it, I'll try and tell you which day this was. And then you can also 
see if it applies to something that occurred in your life. Because the Lord is talking to you all the time, whether you know it or not. So, um, we want every opportunity we can to hear from the Lord. And he's always speaking to us, but we just don't realize it. So crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And so it's funny because I said, well, why didn't you read? She said, well, because I thought it was just a sort of motivational thing. I didn't really realize it was from the Lord, but it is. I was like, oh, yes. Well, that's amazing. Maybe I should read it more as well. <laughs> so, so this has now changed the way I share the daily light every day. Now, the daily light is, um, well, you can buy the book called The Daily Light. And in it, it's got a passage every day for the morning and uh, then for the evening. And then it's got various bits of scripture for the morning and for the evening that relates to the passages that are on on the pages. But you can also get it online. And, uh, you know, when I started doing the Ministry of God FM, it started outside with a few people going to um, the park and sitting there. And we'd always go through the daily light for that day and it would take an hour. <laughs> it would really. <laughs> so obviously I'm not going to spend an hour on each one, but I am going to read them to you. And hopefully this will, you know, give you something because each single day, there's a message which every single time I have read it and I've needed it, I've, I've actually gone and got it out and dug it out and thought, wonder if this will give me the answers. And sure enough, it always does. So if you want to find the daily light, it all is so beautiful. Um, I found it at uh, org. So it's www.awnegrahamlotz.org slash category slash daily dash light slash. All right. So if you want to find it, please, you can go online. But we post it on Telegram every day on God FM News, God FM Bible School, God FM Sermons and God's Home School Network. Uh, so you can find it there as well. So, the passage that really got her going was this one. Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget. See how I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. And I often say this to people about being inscribed on God's hands. So she didn't really understand the word nursing in the section. So she Googled the word nursing and basically it didn't fit with what she was reading. So then she Googled the meaning of the Bible passage um, and there was two separate meanings. So we've been told that nurses are the people who are at the doctors. Um, so anyway, she... Uh, when she said all this, I thought, right, I must search this out and see what I find. I noticed when I put in the search, 
I kept getting breastfeeding coming up. Hmm. But we really got to look at uh, the meaning of the words originally and what the context was in which they were said. He tells me the truth is in the word. Yes, in his words in the Bible. That's what he told me. Because he is the word and I believe him. So it's literal. Um, Because the Lord is the word in heaven and he is the word in the written form. He is also the word in the flesh. And this means that Jesus comes alive inside us through the Holy Spirit, joining us all together in perfect harmony and unity. So let's see what I found online with the nurse when I Googled it as a noun. The professional practice of providing care for the sick and infirm, not enough people are entering nursing adjective a mother breastfeeding a baby nursing mothers need to replace lost fluids my next heading is nurse child it's a child that has been left in their care probably the nearest modern equivalent would be a foster child quite often but not always the child would be illegitimate the couple would be paid and the mother would be free to work this is the well-known genealogist eve mclaughlin has to say about it. A nurse child is a young child being brought up in the household of someone other than the parents, normally for money, unless the couple are relatively uh, relatives, kindly taking in a niece's little error, unmarried mothers, travelers, like actors, people with demanding jobs in unhealthy areas, a pub say in brackets, or just parents of a child with health problems might put a child out to nurse in a more country area with a family. Next heading, nurse child. As I found in some of my family research, the father, mother of said child children has become widowed, widower, therefore creating a need to place the child elsewhere. Whilst particularly in the case of the widows, the search began for another wife or husband to become mother, father for the child or children. Next heading, nurse child foundlings. Also, nurse child was also used to describe foundlings in our fake history. Next heading, fake history, nurse child comment. Thanks everyone for your help with this. Obviously, nurse children were not all uncommon in those days as David was illegitimate it makes sense that it was a type of fostering paid or otherwise. I think your ancestor was taking good neighborliness to the extreme. Interestingly, David appears to have invented a father for his marriage certificate and made him an engineer rather than the plain old laborer too. Another illegitimate ancestor's father from the marriage certificate turned out to be her grandfather. So what have I found about this? Well, it all connects actually with the orphan trains and um, the incubator fairs from 1850. Again, keep coming back to this. We were called foundlings, the little babies. Now, also we had circuses with people in as well. And uh, the orphan trains went on until the 1930s, where children were salts. Yes, like cattle. 
and people all over the world were redistributed. Don't know what happened to the parents, but I assume those are the people who worshipped the Lord and cast out demons, and they would have been accused of being witches and burnt at the stake or put into mental asylums, which were the grand big buildings from prior to the reset because we also had free electricity and amazing technology before they reset the world. And then all the people turn up in the photographs um, where the streets are really empty and then you've got people on the beach fully dressed, all wearing the same clothes, same hats, same blouses, same tops, everything else. Um, and the designers, of course, of those clothings from that reset where these people just arrived from nowhere um, to repopulate the earth with the foundling children as well. Um, they all wear the same clothes by designers such as Prada, yes, Versace, Gucci. All of these people were friends. And so now we buy those clothes to celebrate our slavery. It's mm. cool to wear these brands. No, it's not. Because actually it's all about trafficking children and drinking children's blood. It's very evil. So it's about waking up and seeing the truth for what it is. Okay. So what I've discovered is in the old days, we did not have second names, surnames. We only had first names, just like the Bible says. So when uh, they would talk about Joshua, they'd say Joshua, son of Nun, David, son of Jesse, etc., etc., etc. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that's how they referred to us. And the genealogy, of course, in Matthew, when you read the book first, bit of the book of Matthew gives the full genealogy of Jesus Christ, the mother's line and the father's. The other thing to question here is that men wore skirts. Yes, we're told that men and women should not swap their clothing. So people often tell me you wear trousers. Yes, and you shouldn't because, you know, you're told not to. I say, well, okay, please tell me what a skirt is then. Because according to my Bible, the Lord talks about lifting the man's skirt and exposing him for all the evil that he does. It's like an embarrassing thing to do, you know, lift your skirt. Um, and Ruth curls up under the skirt of Boaz as well. Yeah, next to his skirt or whatever. All right. So skirt is um, a male thing, yes. So then we've got Scotland and they wear skirts. So let's look at that. All right. Um, then we've also got all the the, um, the movies about Jesus and they all wear a type of dressing, a dress with a belt and sandals. Let's be, let's be straight about what that is, yes? Okay, good. Now we've also got um, the Jews, yeah. Now, the Jew word only really appears in the New Testament. It does appear in the Old Testament, but only in the last couple of books. Before that, we were called Israelites or Hebrews. So if you want to call yourself a true child of God, you can call yourself a Hebrew or an Israelite. Much better. 
because the Jews only really seem to turn up in the New Testament when Jesus is around and he calls them all snakes. The Pharisees, Sadducees and writers of the law, they were his enemies. Okay, the father was Satan. This is what Jesus says about them. So we need to be careful. Um, okay, so what else is there? Well, I can tell you this. All right, now in the Bible, the Bible tells me the lineage of Jesus and the male and the female line. But usually, yeah, if you go to Genesis, for example, it goes through Abraham's lineage and Noah's lineage and all that from the male line. Or is it the male line? Let's start asking questions. Because today, I am told that if you are a Jew, it comes down the female line. So it looks like they forgot that section because you can't remove what people know in their heads. And nursery rhymes also. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. Who is she? Apparently that's a gospel song. So we've got to ask questions. Men wore skirts. Very interesting. So it looks like someone's been muddling things and Satan's done a grand job. He needs a pat on the back. Uh, he's done a really good job of confusing everyone. <laughs> it's not very easy to figure it out. But when you know that you've got the Lord with you, then you know that no one in the world, including the whole world, can overcome you if they come against you. So I think it's important to scrap everything you've been taught. Like my daughter was saying to me uh, about these things. She was saying, well, I didn't really know that because, you know, my schooling was not brilliant and... You know, um, I never really pushed my children at school. I found school a bit like an army camp. I didn't like school myself. I left school very early. And um, I found them a bit indoctrinational. Yeah. So I didn't like being told what to think and what to say and what, what to speak about. <clears throat> I've never liked being uh, told what to think or what to say or what to do, even as a young child. I thought this was because I, maybe I was a naughty child, but I was just, I think, just a bit stubborn. And I wasn't going to be, you know, forced into a square hole because I was a bit of a round circle, didn't fit. So... All of the things about nouns and pronouns and verbs and adverbs, I didn't learn. So I left school too early. Because when I was about 12, I went to school and they, they made me go back a year again. So, and then I left school after that. So, <laughs> and, uh, and it really didn't matter what I, uh, I did at school. They kept putting, giving me really bad marks. I remember we did a study, a project on Kimberley Mines and I got, uh, I think, an F, but I spent a whole two weeks on it and um, it was such a, I was so proud of myself and they gave me an F. So just like today's society, doesn't matter what you do, because Satan runs this world and he doesn't want to give you good marks at school unless you learn everything parrot fashion. Have you noticed that? 
You gotta learn it parrot fashion. It's crazy. So that you don't actually think. So they really spend a lot of time educating you, filling your head about the World War One and the World War Two and um Van Gogh and all these sort of dis- these painters who are insignificant. Yes. Sorry, but they are in comparison to the Bible and the truth and the light and waking up and all of these sort of musicians really if you want to do music you have to learn all about the subject and all about certain person then you have to do a whole thesis like 50 pages and talk about what he was thinking when he wrote the song and oh it's just ridiculous isn't it it's like crawling up someone's asshole and I really don't like doing that. So I won't do that, you know. Never been good at that. Don't like it. So um, if you don't like it, then, uh, you know, I didn't like it at work and things like this as well. I wasn't popular because I wouldn't crawl up people's assholes. Um, and so I've never been one of those. I always speak my mind and um, I look at them blankly and they get angry and I just don't understand because I don't have the same mentality. The other thing my daughter and I were discovering is some people, they relate to their own kind. So some people can um, identify if someone's a bad person because they've they've seen it, they know what it is, either inside themselves or someone they've met previously. They can recognize those characteristics in people. So I reckon there's about seven or eight standard characters in the world. And then I go, oh, it's one of those. (laughs) I've met one of them before. I know that. And I get videos of people in my mind. So if I meet someone, I get a little video. And sometimes I get a video of not a nice thing. And I'm like, oh, they could be quite nasty. (laughs) Don't know why I've always had that. Um, And... uh, So, yes, sometimes I get warnings. Sometimes uh, I'll just get a sort of gentle play, you know, of a gentle video. But yes, treat others how you wish to be treated. So the Bible tells me. But sometimes, you know, when people take advantage of you, it's because you assume that they're the same as you, as kind as you. And so that's when they take advantage and then that causes pain in you. This is a war between the old and the new. Because if you're reborn in Christ, you've got to let go of the old heart and you've got a new heart. What does this mean? It means that if you've got your, you've done your sinner's prayer, you need to surrender everything over to the Lord and you need to write a list of all the people have hurt you and that you've hurt and you need to ask the Lord to help you to forgive you he can also take your pain away and then he makes you new once you've thrown the old heart in the bin he gives you a whole new heart and then it also makes you more sensitive I think (laughs) but you have to fully let go and I know this because when I started uh, this ministry um the Lord told me I hadn't forgiven people. And I said, oh, yes, I have. And he said, no, you haven't. 
And so we argued for a little while and, uh, you know, I said, well, sorry, Lord, but I don't understand. I thought I had forgotten. I had forgiven these people. Maybe I've forgotten. Maybe I've still got pain. And he said, well, you need to forgive them. I said, well, how can I prove to you that I've forgiven them? He said, well, not, it's not to prove to me, but it's to prove to yourself. So I was shown that I needed to write to everyone. So I did. And the Lord gave me a passage for each person. And in it, I forgave them. <coughs> and I also told them I loved them, even though they'd hurt me. And the Lord related it to the Bible and gave me a passage for each person too. So we've diverted off where we were going. So interesting. Sorry, but that was obviously from the Lord. So yes, okay, back to it. It's fun, isn't it? I love words and I love studying the Bible and I love the Lord and I love you guys also. May your love overflow. Okay, so the nurse in Google tells me that uh, the profession or practice providing uh, nursing services is the care for the sick and the infirm. Um, And uh, then we've got nurse child. Uh, So they've changed this around. So if we can heal through Jesus Christ, we can cast out demons, raise the dead, heal the sick. We have authority over serpents and we can cast out demons. They've replaced this with the medical science of doctors and nurses and nurseries to indoctrinate your children. They've taken over the role of the nurse. So this is what I'm I'm thinking. Um, so, yeah, so they tell us that's what a nurse is. That's very interesting. But... Um, We've also got uh, the nursing father, a biblical name for foster father, nursing home, a private hospital, a residence. So all of these. And then we've also got a mother who is breastfeeding her baby, a biblical name for foster mother, nursing officer. Yeah. In Britain, the official name for matron was principal nursing officer. And we've also got a grade of nurse concerned with administration in the British National Health Service. Okay, I need to quickly tell you about something I had now. Some years, a couple of years back, I had a dream where the Lord spoke to me. And in the dream, uh, I was in a church and I was on the first floor and I could see over... um, the downstairs it had like a a walkway around so you could see down onto the ground floor and we were in the bathroom and there was a nurse in there a nurse so interesting that that word relates to this dream okay she was dressed like a nurse and she was doing all the admin for the church and uh, the bathroom got dirtier and dirtier and dirtier until there was poo and wee on the floor and the toilets weren't in use. And uh, these were the public toilets. And also the church was being hired out for pop pop star events like dancing and singing and childcare. And uh, the nurse would come in and do her paperwork in there. 
and she had um, cupboards and a, a little desk and you know various cupboards to file all her invoices and she came in and out without doing anything about the state of the bathroom or the church really because the church was also getting run down but it was mainly the bathroom because I was like a fly on the wall witnessing this she couldn't see me but I was witnessing it and uh, so anyway um, she all she cared about was the invoicing and making sure the money was coming in because that's all she cared about was the money and uh, I was just and then there was as I say poo and wee on the floor and you could see black you know when you walk on a wet floor um, that's like made of a plasticky type floor it leaves black marks and it was getting dirtier and dirtier to the point where it got so thick with like a liquid it it just looked like a sludge you know it's horrible and uh so and then the as the nurse was leaving the bathroom the lord spoke to me and he said i have divorced the churches and uh, and I woke up. So <laughs> I thought, wow, that's amazing. So now I know why. Because they, they, don't, they don't really come to help people. They worry so much about the money that they get. They don't actually help the homeless with it. They worry more about their ch- church roof or their car park. I went to the church once with my daughter who was very depressed and um, we wanted to go and pray and they wouldn't let us go in the church because they were hiring it that day for childcare service. But the, the back of the church was empty and we just wanted to go and sit there and pray and they wouldn't allow us to. And they kept having a go at us because we were parked in the car park and they got quite nasty. It really put us off. Um, so, you know, this is what we have in the churches. There was another place where I worked at the homeless to, to, to cook for the homeless and the people who had this charity had to hire the kitchen next to the church to cook for the homeless. But then they had someone who was paying more money so they were getting rid of these people who were cooking for the homeless. And I couldn't park there one day because obviously they were so busy with all the little children coming for their kids dance parties and all this and I spoke to one of the uh, church people who ran the church next door and he was like you okay I said yes I'm fine he said oh sorry about this he said we've just got to keep moving the cars around because this person's just trying to get out you know because they dropped their kid off and I went yeah I said you're really not a house of God anymore are you I said you actually charge people who cook for the homeless and then you hire out God's house for your own financial gain. So you're not serving the Lord, are you? (laughs) And he didn't know what to say. Anyway, my next heading is definition, nursing child, Bible commentary, meaning guardian, babysitter, governor, foster parent, God, As a nursing father, the King James Bible avoids comparing God with a nursing mother. Instead, the King James Version compares God with a nursing father. Have I conceived all this people? Have I begotten them? That thou shouldest say unto me, carry them in thy bosom. A nursing father beareth the sucking child, 
unto the land which thou swearest unto their fathers. Numbers 11, colon 12. Most old commentaries on the book of Numbers followed the King James Version and identify the nursing father with a foster father who brings up a child instead of his own parent. The reluctance of the King James Version of older commentaries and many present-day Christians to compare God with a nursing mother is because of a preconceived notion that the Old Testament only speaks of God in a masculine way. However, as I've shown in my two previous messages just above, the Old Testament speaks of God using maternal language without denying the masculinity of God. One reason the King James Version compares God with a nursing father is because the Hebrew word omen can be used for both men and women. The word for nurse in Hebrews is omen. The word omen is used to describe different roles for men and women. For instance, in 2 Kings 10, colon 1 to 5, the word is translated as guardians to identify a person who took care of the king's sons. Now Ahab had 70 sons in Samaria, so Jehu wrote letters and sent them to Samaria, the rulers of Jezreel, the elders, and to the guardians of the sons of Ahab, 2 Kings 10, colon 1. The TNK translates the word as omen as foster father. He was foster father to Hadassah, that is Esther, his uncle's daughter, Esther, 2 colon 7, TNK. The HS, HCSB translates the same word as legal guardian, Mordecai, was the legal guardian of his cousin Hadassah, that is Esther, Esther 2 colon 7. When the word omen is used to describe the work of a woman, the word means a nursing woman. Saul's son Jonathan had a son whose feet were crippled. He was five years old when the report about Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel. The one who had nursed him picked him up and fled. But as she was hurrying to flee, he fell and became lame. His name was Mephibosheth in 2 Samuel 4, 4. Very interesting, isn't it? So much to talk about. The word omen carries the same idea in the book of Ruth. Naomi took the child, laid it on her breast and became its nurse. Ruth 4, colon 16. In Isaiah 60, colon 4, the verb carries the idea of what a nurse does for daughters. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from far away and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Isaiah 60, colon 4. The problem in interpreting Numbers 11, colon 12 is the reluctance by some people to identify Yahweh with the maternal characteristics, even though the word omen is used to describe what a man and woman do in Numbers 11, colon 12. The word is used in a context where Yahweh is being portrayed as a mother. Since the Hebrew Bible never uses a feminine noun or feminine verb to designate to the gender of God, nor his actions, the biblical writer used a masculine singular noun to designate the work of God, since God is always in identified in Hebrew, in the Bible, in the Hebrew Bible, as a masculine pronoun. 
The reluctance to identify Yahweh with the maternal characteristics is the reason some translators refuse to accept the proper t- context of Numbers 11, colon 12. This is the reason that the KJV identifies God as a nursing father. The translation of the Hebrew Bible published by the Jewish Publication Society in 1917 translates that the sentences as a nursing father carrieth the suckling child. The NAB translates the sentence as a foster father carrying an infant. The Targum, Jonathan has as the instructor of youth, Dale Brueggemann, 2018 292 believes that the word is used with the progerative sense and should be translated as babysitter. Even the theological lexicon of the Old Testament is not consistent. The lexicon translates the word in Numbers 11, colon 12 as attendant, thus removing the idea that God could be a nursing mother. The lexicon translates the same word as wet nurse in 2 Samuel 4, colon 4 and in Ruth 4, colon 16. The Septigort has the same problem in Isaiah 60, colon 4, while the NRSV translates the text as nurses arms. The LLXX has on men's shoulders. What does this mean? Well, their fight to make God masculine has made this very hard for us to contextualize what the Bible's saying, in my opinion. All right. I also know that in the book of Genesis, where the Lord says, let us make man in our image, man and woman, There must be a female part of the Lord. And they've removed this element, um, in my opinion. Because the Bible is written in such a way that you can unravel the truth. I also believe that Jesus is getting married. It's a Galilean wedding, which is a seven-day wedding. And John is going to be his best man. Unless John was lying. Unless Jesus was lying about the wedding. And I don't believe that the Lord would marry men and women. So, that's very interesting. So, um, I think there's a female element and a male element and I think the helper that uh, the Lord created for Adam was Eve. And the helper that Jesus had, he left with us, which is his Holy Spirit. So maybe that's the female element. Maybe Jesus is the truth. And um, the spirit is the female side. But also women are very maternal. Men are not. You know, they're a bit sort of all sort of butterfingers when it comes to changing nappies. Let's be straight about it, you know. Come on. So I don't believe that uh, the Lord is a single dad. I think that uh, they've they've still left some of the original translations and meanings of the words so that now when you actually look it up, it doesn't quite read in context like nurse. That's one of the big sort of red herrings, I would say. And I think it's good to ask questions. I do talk to God about it. And I say, sorry, Lord, (laughs) if you think it's insulting of me or wrong of me to think 
the way I do. And I talk to the Lord about it because he knows that I am searching for the truth and I love the Lord and I respect the Lord. But if he's made man and woman in his image, our image, then there's more to the story. The eating of the fruit also. Why is it always depicted as an apple? It doesn't identify it as an apple. These are the things I ask. <laughs> Why were they naked and knew they were naked unless they were raped? Um, you know, if you're raped, you go and quickly wash yourself and you feel all dirty and you feel it's like a second-rate citizen. And then what happens is if you try and take the per perpetrator to court, the judge will make you feel like you're a slut because you've worn a short skirt. By the way, in Turkey, if you're raped, they hold the victim in prison until uh, she's proven that she's not guilty of tempting the man in the Muslim way. Yeah? Okay. So it's all backwards. Um, so, yes, the one thing also to bring up is the word omen. Now, there were some movies called The Omen, and they were all about the omen child. And uh, in this omen child film, it's about him being the Antichrist or the son of Satan or whatever. And it's all to do with dogs, which is the opposite to God, because God is dog backwards. Yes. So often they use dog as a way of mocking God. So they have the mugs with a man's best friend is his dog. Then you've got Nemo. Yeah, finding Nemo, which is omen backwards, yes? So it's all about Nemo's dad trying to find Nemo. Is he a single dad? Can't remember. And then uh, there's a sort of clownfish who's stupid can't remember anything all relevant to what we're going through it's like they want you to know um <sighs> so yes i think that all of the uh, the medical world was created to discredit the lord and the power of the holy spirit through us who you know are witnesses and we are able to perform these miracles through shining the light of jesus christ on others saving others that is our call to break wake up all the other brothers and sisters we're joined as a body of christ so you've got an arm you might be the eyes and someone else might be the ears yes so you can't reject anyone because you might be losing the eyes to see or the ears yes um so it's like fighting with yourself you just wouldn't do it stupid isn't it so i think this this isn't a competition either uh, it is a race, as Paul tells me, and it's about being on the race, and it's a narrow path. So if you're walking on a pathway and it's black on one side, white on the on on the other side, um, you won't have any space in between. You're going to have to make sure that you're on the right-hand side, as in the white, as in the can see, as in the truth, as in the word, as in Jesus. And so because... So many people get lost, they end up on a different road, which is the highway to hell. It's all about searching and really wanting to know the truth. 
Very interesting, I think. So back to it. So what I think about the nursing child is, as I say, it's all to do with the incubator phase, the world phase, um, selling of babies, changing and giving us second names. They also made up our stories of our dad, giving us all birth certificate, bringing in the old legal system, which is maritime law, which is the Romans, which is the Babylonians, which means we're still in captivity. And when also... Uh, Jerusalem was conquered, they got rid of all the men, and then the the men from Babylon moved in to the villages and procreated with the women to defile the line as much as possible, to rape and kill the the mothers, and uh, then have offspring with them, Uh, and then those children became the orphans and the the incubator people. Or they also might have... uh, created sleeves also don't know exactly something strange happened so the nurse word was a big clue to this but also um we normally had like a nurse so uh rachel for example and leah who were married to jacob they both had maid servants who would care for the children but then also jacob had children with the maid servants yeah I think it was Bilhar and Zilpah, something like that, the maidservants. Um, and Jacob is the father of the 12 tribes of Israel. And the other thing that's interesting, the only reason he's the father of the 12 tribes of Israel is because his brother sold him his birthright for a bowl of stew, which is also so relevant to these days because people are going to get so desperate to eat. I mean, I don't know how old people can eat so much food. I mean, you know, I can eat once every three days. I don't do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I find it too tiring. People just eat too much. I think that um, <laughs> we're not meant to eat this much. And also cereal is um, full of all sorts of toxins. I don't even know if we're meant to drink milk either. Is milking cows natural? Is this part of what we're meant to do? We need to start asking questions because calcium blocks up the pineal gland. So my daughter was telling me, she's quite a clever little thing, isn't she? Mm? So our pineal gland, I believe, is meant to be opening now to receive the Holy Spirit and birth the Holy Spirit. But uh, they put stuff in all the food and in the water to solidify the pineal glands that we cannot see and cannot hear. Um, And I think that's very, very interesting. Um... My next heading is, I love you. I love you. Do you know I love you? I love you so much. Do you love me? Hmm. Maybe ask that question to the people around you every day. So I do love you all. My next heading is, Jesus should be our only doctor or nurse. During his earthly life, Jesus was very active in his ministry of healing. He cured the blind, opened the ears of the deaf, and brought the dead back to life. The early church fathers gave our Lord the title of the divine physician. However, Jesus did not cure all disease and sicknesses once and for all. Instead, he asked us to have faith, to renounce sin with its concomitants, spell that, C-O-N-C-O-M-I-T-A-N-T, morbidity and mortality 
and to believe in him. Jesus came to give us a life that will never end, not even with death. The church and her members have the ongoing task of continuing his healing work in the world of today, as in us, we are the temple of God and we are the the physical church, by the way, all of us. They have completely replaced the healing of Jesus with the fake teaching of medicine and doctors and nurses and nurseries. This is to discredit the Lord. Yeah, because we can heal through prayer and and not trusting in man and medicine. This is what I get from all of this. Jesus, the only way. And by creating this medical science philosophy, which we shouldn't believe, so we're told to stay away from philosophy. It's a cool type of thinking, but it's led us away from believing in the power of Jesus Christ. Everything has been done to undermine who Jesus is. It's very clear. In fact, Satan needs an award, as I've already told you, by twisting the truth and then confusing the nations. Don't you find it so interesting? I do. So let's have a look at this daily light that my daughter was telling me about. Yeah. And we'll start from there. It's January the 7th morning. Remember me, my God, for good. Thus says the Lord, I remember you, the kindness of your youth, the love of your betrothal. When you went after me in the wilderness, I will remember my covenant with you in the days of your youth, and I will establish an everlasting covenant with you. I will visit you and perform my good to good word towards you. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. I would seek God, and to God I would commit my cause, who does great things and unsearchable, marvelous things without number. Many, O Lord, my God, are your wonderful works which you have done, and your thoughts towards us cannot be recounted to you in order. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. And that's in Nehemiah 5 colon 19, Jeremiah 2 colon 2, Ezekiel 16 colon 60, Jeremiah 20 colon 29 colon 10, and Isaiah 55 colon 9, Job 5 colon 8 to 9, Psalms 40 colon 5. And evening, I will not leave you nor forsake you. Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel. All came to pass. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. He Has he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Question mark. Therefore, know that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations for those who love him and keep his commandments. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Question mark. Surely they may forget. Yet I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you 
on the palms of my hands. The Lord your God in your midst, the Mighty One, will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with His love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Joshua 1, colon 5, 21, colon 45, number t- Numbers 23, colon 19, Deuteronomy 7, colon 9, Psalm 111, colon 5, Isaiah 49, colon 15 to 16, and Zephaniah 3, colon 17. So what we get from that is obviously the nursing child, but the Lord compares himself with a human who can forget their own nursing child, but God will not forget you. And that's very interesting because a lot of us, if uh, we are rejected by our own family and people around us, um, the Lord replaces those people. He becomes our father and our mother, our best friend, and he is the light and the truth, and he is our everything. And for this, I think it's just very, very amazing. (laughs) So I still got the other daily lights to read, and I'm just wondering whether I should do another podcast for that because we're nearly, well, yeah, we're an hour into this now. So maybe I'll do another podcast for the daily lights. But um, the January the 7th is only two weeks ago. So we're on the 21st, which is Saturday. So that would have been Saturday, the 7th of January, which I think is, yeah, as I say, just two weeks ago. And when I was doing this uh, sermon that week, I was doing the Love Cup. And uh, my sermon was called the Love Cup. And it was all about um, filling yourself up with the love of God and renewing your strength. So there I can already see that it's relevant to me, very relevant. So, (laughs) um, I think it's very interesting how they've changed all the words around and they've confused everybody. Um, The truth really is in the words and this is the way I see it. There isn't really any other way to see it when you're awake. But you have to be awake to truly see it. Yes, I am going to do the daily light readings, I've decided. Um, I'm going to do you the fifth as well. Okay, so maybe go and get a coffee and I'll read them one after the other. And maybe you'll get something. All right. So this would have been Thursday, the 5th of January, the morning. We who have believed do not, do enter that rest, that they weary themselves to commit iniquity. I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Having been justified by faith, we have peace with God 
through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. He who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. This is the rest with which you may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing. In Hebrews 4, colon 3, Jeremiah 9, colon 5, Romans 7, colon 23, Matthew 11, colon 28, Romans 5, colon 1, Hebrews 4, colon 10, Philippians 3, colon 9, and Isaiah 28, colon 12, evening. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. If you, Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand, Christian Mark? They rebelled against his spirit, so that he spoke rashly with his lips. Not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. A whisper, whisperer separates the best of friends. There is one who speaks like the piercing of a sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. The truthful lip shall, is, shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. No man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison, out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds. For this is the will of God, your sanctification in their mouth was found no deceit. Psalm 141, 3, 130, 3, 106, 33, Matthew 15, 11, Proverbs 16, 28, and 12, 18, and 12, 19, James 3, 8, 3, 10, Colossians 3, 8 to 9, Thessalonians 4, 3, and Revelation 14, 5. Very interesting. So, let's go on to the daily light. Now, this one I'm just about to read you is from Sunday, two weeks ago, on the 8th of January. All right, so the morning, those who know your name, will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. I will trust and not be afraid. For Yah, the Lord, is my strength and song. He also has become my salvation. I have been young and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteousness righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. For the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever, but the descendants of all the wicked shall be cut off. 
The Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you his people, who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. Be content with such things as you have, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, so we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Question mark. You can find this in Psalms 9 colon 10, Proverbs 18 colon 10, Isaiah 12 colon 2, Psalm 37 colon 25 and 37 colon 28, 1 Samuel 12 colon 22, 2 Corinthians 1 colon 10, Hebrews 13 colon 5 to 6. Evening, they are without fault before the throne of God. The iniquity of Israel shall be sought, but there shall be none, and the sins of Judah, but they shall not be found. For I will pardon those whom I preserve. Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He does not retain his anger forever, because he delights in mercy. He will again have compassion on us, and will subdue our iniquities, you will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. He made us accepted in the beloved to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his holy glory, of his glory, with exceeding joy, to God our Saviour, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Revelation 14 colon 5, Jeremiah 50 colon 20, Micah 7 colon 18, Ephesians 1 colon 16, Colossians 1 colon 22, Jude 24 to 25. We've got VV. <laughs> okay. So then on Monday, the 9th of January, we have in the morning, you have given a banner to those who fear you, that it might be displayed because of the truth. The Lord is my banner. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. We will rejoice in your salvation and in the, say, in the name of our God. We will set up our banners. The Lord has revealed our righteousness. Come and let us declare in Zion and work the work of our Lord, our God. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, the captain of their salvation. The captain of their salvation. Yes, that's right. Good. Just making sure I read that right. <laughs> My brethren, be strong in the Lord and in your and in the power of his might. Be valiant for the truth. Fight for the Lord's fight the Lord's battles. Be strong all you people of the land, says the Lord, and work. Do not fear. Lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. For yet a little while and he who is coming will come and will not tarry. 
and find that in Psalm 60 colon 4, Exodus 17 colon 15, Isaiah 59 colon 19, Psalms 20 colon 5, Jeremiah 51 colon 10, Romans 8 colon 37, 1 Corinthians 15 colon 57, Hebrews 2 colon 10, Ephesians 6 colon 10, Jeremiah 9 colon 3, 1 Samuel 18 colon 17, Haggai 2 colon 4 to 5, John 4 colon 35 and Hebrews 10 colon 37. Evening. But one thing is needed. There are many who say, who will show us any good? Question mark. Lord, lift up the light of your countenance upon us. You have put gladness in my heart more than in the season that their grain and wine increased. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God, O God. You are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. Lord, give us the bread always. Mary sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. One thing I have desired of the Lord that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Luke 10, colon 42, Psalm 4, colon 67, 42, colon 1 to 2, 63, colon 1, John 6, colon 35, 6, colon 34, and Luke 10, colon 39, and Psalms 27, colon 4. Very emotional. So then we have the daily light on the 10th of January. So that would have been Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. In the morning, may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ loved the church and gave himself for her that he might present her to Christ, to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. The peace of God surpasses all understanding. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and Father, who has loved us and given us everlasting consolation, and good hope by grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. God will also confirm you to the end, that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. You can find that in 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, Ephesians 5, 25 and 27, Colossians 1, 28, Philippians 4 colon 77, Colossians 3 colon 15, and 2 Thessalonians 2 16, and 1 Corinthians 1 colon 8. Evening. Will God indeed dwell with men on earth? Question mark. 
Let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. I will meet with the children of Israel and the tabernacle shall be sanctified by my glory. I will dwell among the children of Israel and will be their gods. You have ascended on high. You have led captivity captive. You have received gifts among men, even from the rebellious, that the Lord God might dwell there. You are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God. You also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. The nations also will know that I, the Lord, sanctify Israel when my sanctuary is in their midst forever. It's very beautiful. 2 Chronicles 6 colon 18, Exodus 25 colon 8, 29 colon 43, 45 colon as well as Psalm 68 colon 18 and 2 Corinthians 6 colon 16, 1 Corinthians 6 colon 19, Ephesians 2 colon 22 and Ezekiel 37 colon 28. So now we've got the, the 11th, which would be Wednesday. Yes. Praise is awaiting you, O God, in Zion. For us there is one God, the Father, of whom are all things, and we for him, and one Lord, Jesus Christ. All should honour the Son just as they honour the Father. He who does not honour the Son, does not honour the Father who sent him. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Whoever offers praise glorifies me, and to him who orders his conduct aright, I will show the salvation of God. I looked and behold a great multitude which no one could number of all nations, tribes, peoples and tongues standing before the throne and before the Lamb clothed with white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice saying salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. In Psalms 6, colon, 65, colon 1, 1 Corinthians 8, colon 6, John 5, colon 23, Hebrews 13, colon 15, Psalm 50, colon 23, Revelation 7, colon 9 to 10 and 12. Evening. Who redeems your life from destruction? Their Redeemer is strong. The Lord of hosts is his name. I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. O death, I will be your plagues. O grave, I will be your destruction. Inasmuch then, as the children have partaken of the flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same 
that through death he might destroy him who had power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. He who believes in the Son has everlasting life, and he who does not believe in the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is in our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory, when he comes in that day to be glorified in his saints and to be admired among all those who believe. Find that in Psalm 103, colon 4, Jeremiah 50, colon 34, Hosea 13, colon 14, and Hebrews 2, colon 14 to 15. And <laughs> John 3, colon 36, and Colossians 3, colon 3, Thessalonians 10, uh, 1, colon 10. Then on the 12th of January, and this would have been Thursday, all right, nearly two weeks ago. Uh, okay, well, about a week and a but yeah, just over a week ago. To God, our Savior, who alone is wise, you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Can you search out the deep things of God? Can you find out the limits of the Almighty? They are higher than heaven. What can you do? Deeper than Sheol. What can you know? Question mark. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, the mystery which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and the powers in the heavenly places. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. The wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. You can find that in June V 25, 1 Corinthians 1 colon 30, Job 11 colon 7 to 8, 1 Corinthians 2 colon 7, Ephesians 3 colon 9 to 10, James 1 colon 5, and 3 colon 17. Evening. When shall I arise and the night be ended? Question mark. Watchman. What of the night? Question mark. The watchman said, The morning comes. He who is coming will come and will not tarry. He shall be like the light of the morning when the sun rises, a morning without clouds. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may also be. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. Let all your enemies perish, O Lord, but let those who love him be like the sun when it comes out in the full strength. You are all sons of light and sons of the day. 
We are not of the night or nor of darkness. There shall be no night there. And that you can find in Job 7, colon 4, Isaiah 21, colon 11 to 12, Hebrews 10, colon 37, 2 Samuel 23, colon 4, John 14, colon 2 to 3, 27 to 28, Judges 5, colon 31, 1 Thessalonians 5, colon 5, and Revelation 21, colon 25. Then on Friday the 13th (laughs) morning, we've got, You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. It's quite beautiful, isn't it? Cast your burden on the Lord, and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. I will trust and not be afraid. For Yah, the Lord, is my strength and song. He also has become my salvation. Why are you fearful, O you of little faith? Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. The work of the righteousness will be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Peace from him who is, and who was, and who is to come. You can find that in Isaiah 26 colon 3, Psalm 55 colon 22, Isaiah 12 colon 2, Matthew 8 colon 26, Philippians 4 colon 67, Isaiah 30 colon 15, 32 colon 17, John 14 colon 27, and Revelation 1 colon 4. Evening, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Question mark. Up to seven times? Question mark. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses trespasses therefore as the elect of god holy and beloved put on tender mercies kindness humility meekness long suffering bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a complaint against another even as christ forgave you so you also must do be kind to one another tender hearted forgiving one another just as god in christ also forgave you The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. You can find this in Ephesians 4, colon 28, Matthew 18, colon 15, 21 to 22, Mark 11, colon 25, Colossians 3, colon 12 to 13, Ephesians 4, colon 32, and Luke 17, colon 5. Then Saturday last week, 
uh, was the 14th of January and it's the morning. The My father is greater than I. When you pray, say, our father in heaven, my father and your father and my God and your God. As the father gave me commandments, so I do. The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. You have given him authority over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. Lord, show us the Father and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me? Philip, question mark. He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Question mark. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? I and the Father are one. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandment and abide in his love. (coughs) Very good, isn't it? (laughs) John 14, colon 28, Luke 11, colon 2, John 20, colon 17, 14, colon 31, 14, colon 10, 3 colon 35, 17 colon 2, 14 colon 8, and 10 colon 30, 15 colon 9. All right, so evening he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. His visage was marred more than any man and his form more than the sons of men. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. This is your hour and the power of darkness. You have no power at all against me unless it has been given you from above. The Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus cast out many demons, and he did not allow the demons to speak because they knew him. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Those who believe in my name, they will cast out demons. The God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. Genesis 3, colon 15, Isaiah 52, colon 14, 53, colon 5, Luke 22, colon 53, John 19, colon 11, 1 John 3, colon 8, Mark 1, colon 34, Matthew 28, colon 18, Mark 16, colon 17, and Romans 16, colon 20. January the 15th, which would have been last Sunday, my soul, this is the morning, my soul clings to the dust, revive me according to your word. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is. Sitting at the right hand of God, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth, for your life is hidden with Christ in God, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ, 
who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. The flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. Brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Beloved, I beg you also, as I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. You can find that in Psalm one one nine twenty eight, Colossians, Colossians three colon one to three, Philippians three colon twenty, Galatians five colon seventeen, Romans eight colon twelve, Peter two colon eleven. Evening, the measure of faith, receive one who is weak in faith, strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. O ye of little faith, why did you doubt? Great is your faith, let it be to you as you desire. Do you believe that I am able to do this? Question mark. They said to him, Yes, Lord, according to your faith, let it be to you. Increase our faith. Build yourselves up on your most holy faith, rooted and built up in him and established in faith, in the faith. He who was established, sorry, start again. He who establishes us with you in Christ is God, the God of all grace. After you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen and settle you. When then, who are strong, ought to bear with the scruples of the weak, and not to please ourselves, let us not judge one another any more, but rather resolve this, not to put a stumbling block or a cause to fall in our brother's way. Romans 12, colon 3, 14, colon 1, 4, colon 20, Matthew 14, colon 31, 15, colon 28, 9, colon 28, Luke 17, colon 5, Jude V 20, Colossians 2, colon 7, 2 Corinthians 1, colon 21, 1 Peter 5, colon 10, Romans 5, colon 1, and 14, colon 13. January the 16th. So this would have been Monday morning. It pleases the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. He is far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age but also in the age which is to come. By him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, All things were created through him and for him. 
Christ died and rose and lived again, that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living, and you are complete in him, who is the head of all principality and power. Of his fullness we have all received. Colossians 1 colon 19, John 3 colon 35, Philippians 2 colon 11, Ephesians 1 colon 21, Colossians 1 colon 16, Romans 14 colon 19, Colossians 2 colon 10, John 1 colon 16. Just have to quickly take a drink for a second. Very interesting. Okay, evening. We're still on the 16th, which is the Monday. Write these things which you have seen, and the things which are, and the things which will take place after this. Holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit, that which we have seen and heard we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Holy Son, or with his Son, Jesus Christ. Behold, my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. He who has seen has testified, and his testimony is true, and he knows that he is telling the truth so that you may believe. We did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Revelation 1 colon 19, 2 Peter 1 colon 21, 1 John 1 colon 3, Luke 24 colon 39 to 40, John 19 colon 35, 2 Peter 1 colon 16, and 1 Corinthians 2 colon 5. Daily Light. (sighs) January the 17th. So this would have been Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday, I think. No, Wednesday. Okay. Morning. But you have lovingly delivered my soul from the pit of corruption. The words are good, aren't they, hey? <coughs> no, you have lovingly saved my soul from the pit of corruption. God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his only son to be the propitiation for our sins. Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgressions of the remnant of his heritage? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in mercy. He will again have compassion on us and will subdue our iniquities. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. O Lord, my God, I cried out to you and you healed me. O Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. 
When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer went up to you. Into your holy temple I waited patiently for the Lord. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. You can find that in Isaiah 38 colon 17, 1 John 4 colon 9, Micah 7 colon 18, Psalm 3, 30 colon 2, Jonah 2 colon 7, Psalm 40 colon 1, evening. The things which are, for now we see in a mirror dimly, now we do not yet see all things put under him. We have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how they told you that there would be mockers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lusts. The Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceived spirits and doctrines of demons. Little children, it is the last hour. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Revelations 1 colon 19, 1 Corinthians 13 colon 12, Hebrews 2 colon 8, 2 Peter 1 colon 19, Psalm 119 colon 105, Jude VV 17 colon dash 18, 1 Timothy 4 colon 1, 1 John 2 colon 18, and Romans 13 colon 12. Sorry about that. It's a tickly cough today. All right. So January the 18th. 19, 20, 20. Well, this must be Wednesday the 18th. Beg your pardon. All right. Morning was to come. Christ was to come. Jesus was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death that he, by the grace of God, might taste death. For everyone, one died for all, as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience many will be made righteous. The first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural and afterwards the spiritual god said let us make man in our image according to our likeness so god created man in his own image in the image of god he created him god has in these last days spoken to us by his son the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person you have given him authority over all flesh the first man was of the earth made of dust the second man is the lord from heaven as was the man of dust so also are those who are made of dust and as is the heavenly man so also are those who are 
heavenly. You can find that in Romans 5 colon 14, Hebrews 2 colon 9, 2 Corinthians 5 colon 19, Romans 5 colon 19, 1 Corinthians 15 colon 45, Genesis 1 colon 26, Hebrews 1 colon 1, 7, and John 17 colon 2, 1 Corinthians 15 colon 47, and the evening. The things which will take place after this, it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. The Spirit of truth will tell you things to come. Behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Revelations 1 colon 19, 1 Corinthians 2 colon 9 to 10, John 16 colon 13, and Revelation 1 colon 7, 1 Thessalonians 4 colon 13 and 16. Okay. Daily Light on the 19th. So this would have been Thursday morning, serving the Lord with all humility. Whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. If anyone thinks himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. I say through the grace given to me, to everyone, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. When you have done all those things which you are commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what was our duty to do. Our boasting is this. We conducted ourselves in the world in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God. We have this treasure in the earthen vessels that the excellence and of the power may be of God and not of us. Acts 20 colon 19, Matthew 20 colon 26, Galatians 6 colon 3, Romans 12 colon 3, Luke 17 colon 10, 2 Corinthians 1 colon 12. In the evening, we have turned everyone to his own way. Noah planted a vineyard. Then he drank of the wine and was drunk. 
Abraham said to Sarai, his wife, Please say you are my sister, that it may be well with me. Isaac said to Jacob, Are you really my son Esau? Jacob said, I am. Moses spoke rashly. The men of Israel did not ask counsel of the Lord. Joshua made a covenant with them. David did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and had not turned aside from anything that he commanded him all the days of his life, except in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. All these abstained a good testimony through faith. All are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. The Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Not for your sake do I do this, says the Lord God. Let it be known to you, be ashamed and confounded for your own ways. Isaiah 53,6, Genesis 9,20, 12 colon 10, 13 colon 27, colon 21, 24 colon, Psalm 106 colon 32, Joshua 9 colon 14, 1 Kings 15 colon 5, 1 Hebrews 11 colon 39, Romans 3 colon 24, Isaiah 53 colon 6, and Ezekiel 36 colon 32. And then finally, we have two more. January the 20th, which would have been Friday, which is yesterday. Bing! Hello! (laughs) It's so hard to keep up. The month is flying by. Okay, morning. His name will be called Wonderful. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. For you have magnified your word above all your name. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put on all things under his feet. He had a name written that no one knew except himself, King of kings and Lord of lords. As for the Almighty, we cannot find him. What is his name? And what is his son's name? If you know, question mark. Isaiah 9,6. John 1 colon 14, Psalm 138 colon 2, Matthew 1 colon 23, 1 colon 21, John 5 colon 23, Philippians 2 colon 19, Ephesians 1 colon 21, and Revelation 19 colon 12 and 16, Job 37 colon 23, and Proverbs 30 colon 4. The evening. The Lord's portion is his people. You are Christ's and Christ is God's. I am my beloved's and his desire is toward me. I am his, the son of God.
loved me and gave himself for me. Your body is not your own, for you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. The Lord has taken you and brought you out of the iron furnace, out of Egypt, to be his people and inheritance, as you are this day. You are God's field. You are God's building. Christ is a son over his own house, whose house we are, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm to the end. You also, as living stones, are a holy priesthood. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on that day that I make them my jewels, and all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them, the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Deuteronomy 32, colon 9, 1 Corinthians 3, colon 23, Song of Solomon 7, colon 10, 2 colon 16, Galatians 2, colon 20, 1 Corinthians 6, colon 19, Deuteronomy 4, colon 20, 1 Corinthians 3, colon 9, Hebrews 3, colon 6, 1 Peter 2, colon 5, Malachi 3, colon 19, and John 17, colon 10, Ephesians 1, colon 10. I sound like one of those race people who's going, and he's going down on the fast line, and he's just about to get like a little or if if you're doing an auction, and it'll be one pound two two three five five during the seventy nine twenty nine little 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 Very interesting. Okay. He is like a refiner's fire and like a launderer's soap. He will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. We also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope now hope does not disappoint because the love of god has been poured out in our hearts by the holy spirit who has given to us if you endure chastening god deals with you as with sons for what son is there whom a father does not chasten but if you are without chastening of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. Now, no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful nevertheless. Afterward, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees. John 15 colon 2, Malachi 3 colon 2 to 3, Romans 5 colon 3 to 5, and Hebrews 12 colon 7 to 8, and 11 to 12. Evening. Now we call the proud blessed. 
Thus is the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him who has a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. These six things the Lord hates, yes, seven, are the abomination to him. A proud look, everyone proud in heart, is an abomination to the Lord. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties, and see if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Malachi 3, colon 15, Isaiah 57, colon 15, Proverbs 16, colon 19, Matthew 5, colon 3, Proverbs 6, colon 16 to 17, and 16, colon 5, Psalm 139, colon 23 to 24, Philippians 1, colon 2 to 3, Matthew 5, colon 5. So there we are. Ah, that's, uh, I think, pretty much completed everything. I felt, as I say, I was like a, an auctioneer or one of those people who um, words the races, you know, when you've got the horse races. And he's got the outside, he's on his outside, and he's racing, and he's just about to get on. Oh, and he's just done Oh, and he's won. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because we all have won. If you believe we have victory in Jesus, don't let your head go down ever. Be depressed or anything. This world is only temporary. That's something else I forgot to say. The Lord's been really showing me the world is a stage. It's all make-believe. It's power of mind games. And you've got to have power over your mind. But also you've got to realize that this is not our home. Earth is not our home. It's only a temporary residence. So... We pray that we can return home um, and be worthy. Hmm. We thank the Lord Jesus for dying on our, for our sins, for dying on the cross, or on the tree, on the stump, depending on how we uh, interpret it. And uh, that he was raised again and he purchased you for a price, his own blood his own death but he conquered death so that we might have life it's amazing so yeah we became partakers of death and sin and lies by following Adam but Jesus set us free so now we're partakers in life and truth and being able to see the life-giving spirit which is upon us all who are truly reborn and we do become new creatures but we have to be witnesses and we have to see and we have to hear we have to have the spirit the spirit won't come upon you if you've got wickedness in your heart or unforgiveness so very interesting so um like me when i first came to the lord i kept praying you know i did the sinner's prayer nothing really happened 
for two years, three years, even more. Uh, but proper, proper, real try, you know. Try, try, try. But I wasn't at the pit. Yeah, I wasn't uh, ready to give up my life at that stage. So maybe my prayers were not pure. And so I didn't hear back. But when I'd lost everything, and the builder had ripped me off, and I'd lost everything, there was no nowhere further to fall. Um, that's when the Lord came to me. Because I said, I just... I need to know if you're real, because I can't do this on my own. Please be real. Please show me you're real. And so we did. And then I went searching around the churches like an idiot. (laughs) Silly me. May the Lord forgive me. just want you to know that God loves you so much. Eh? He just wants a relationship with you. He wants to have a one-to-one relationship. You can talk to God anywhere. Like I'm talking to you now. Just start to make it a routine before you go to bed. Say, night, Lord Jesus, please chase the devil away. You know, see you in the morning. Love you, Lord. Hope you're having a great day. All of the people in the Bible are brothers and sisters. All the other people who are saved and redeemed and have the Spirit are brothers and sisters. We must pray for them. We must love them. We must demonstrate the love of Christ so that others will also want to join through that we can save them. We can save souls. We have so much ability here. We do. And it's, uh, it's amazing. It really is. With that, I'm going to close with a sinner's prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that you came to earth and died on the cross for my sins. I know you are the Son of God, and I know I am a sinner. And I beg forgiveness for my sins. I wish to follow you. I cast out all demons, hexes, curses, witchcraft, Satan and his cronies in the name of Jesus Christ. I am washed by the blood of Jesus and made alive in the living God's word. I thank you, Father. If my family have followed pagans, witchcraft, Satanism, Freemasons or the Masons or any tarot readers or Ouija boards or any pagan festivals, I ask that you break any chains of generational curses and remove those curses right now in the name of Jesus, past, present and future, I pray right now in Jesus' mighty name for me and for my family. I thank you, Father. And for my family, I pray that you'll wake them up, those I've lost. Please, I love you, Father. I pray for all my enemies. I pray for my brothers and sisters in Christ, that you'll give them strength. You will give them happiness and joy and peace in their hearts, all of our brothers and sisters. And for the enemies, you'll pound on their door and give them every opportunity to hear the message. And you will remove them from our vicinity, all the enemies. And they will not be able to strike, as it tells me 
in Isaiah 54, 70. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And I trust you, Lord. I do. I thank you, Father. Please also provide sufficient income that we can support ourselves and that we have a home and food and jobs and vehicles and for our health. If anyone has had this uh, blue banana in the arm, please pray for forgiveness. You need to do the full sinner's prayer. If you've had a test, the same. Not to trust in man, but to trust in God and full repentance. And I believe that blood will save us all. There's only one unpardonable sin, Father, that I am aware of. And that is that we blaspheme the Holy Spirit. If we do that, then we are thrown into the pit. There is no forgiveness, past, present or future. I thank you, Father, for paying this huge price. For stretching out your own arm and dying on the cross for us. That you loved us. Not because of anything we did, but for your own name's sake. That you loved us. And so I pray this now, that you will give us all wisdom and understanding to navigate this world, and that we will shine the light of Jesus Christ, and all the wicked will be petrified and flee, and that all the people who see us will be drawn to the spirit of truth and want to also know the truth of Jesus Christ, that they may also be saved. I pray this now in the name of Jesus. If you have any illnesses, I cast out any demons, hexes, curses in the name of Jesus right now. Any witchcraft will not sit on you. If you are ill, you will be healed in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will be filled with complete peace and joy and happiness. You will know the truth and the Lord may fill your cup with love. It'll be overflowing. And together we were all joined. We are all joined in love, in unity, through Christ and His Holy Spirit. I pray this now. In Jesus' mighty name, this is Aisha from God FM. I hope you have an amazing day. God bless you.